Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Jockeys A. Neal Show. This is definitely not the Stephen A. Smith Show. This is the Jockeys A. Neal Show. Coming at you as I love to do. Right here on the iHeartRadio Network, AM 773. Coming to you on at Sirius XM 312. Broadcasting live from over 5,000 markets around the world. Call in if you want to get on the show today. one 855 heart That is 1-888-55-43278. We got a lot to get through today, ladies and gentlemen. I got a lot of things I want to get off my chest. A lot of things that I need to say about the world of sports and how it is permeating throughout our lives right now. A lot of contemporaries out there are just saying all types of things about the sports world, and I just want to get some things off my chest. We're going to talk about the Los Angeles Lakers, ladies and gentlemen. We are, we're going to get to LeBron. We're going to talk about Peyton Manning possibly coming to the booth of Monday Night Football. We're going to talk about Peyton Manning. And we're also going to talk about something that is very special to my heart. We're going to talk about something a bad man when he came back to the NBA. Michael Jordan, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. This is the anniversary 24 years ago of him just simply saying, I'm back. That's it. We're going to get to all of that, plus some callers, calls in just a little bit. But before we do that, I would like to let you know that the Jackie Say Neil show is brought to you by 4hims, 4hims.com. If your dick is not getting hard, if your hair is not growing, just take a little 4hims pills and juice and you will get right for the evening, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about something. Let's talk about Michael Jordan. March 18th, 1995. Before the world of Twitter before the world of social media, before we got our news as quick as a fart coming out of the butt. All we had was fax machines and six to seven hours of ESPN a day. And on this day, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, after a 17-month, 17-month hiatus, from basketball, from the National Basketball Association. He sent a fax from his agent, David A. Falk. Love me to some David A. Falk. I love that man. I love that man. I know some people are out there saying, you know, the, the David A. Falk. And, and, and let, me, let me tell you something right now. I know people always say I go off on tangents and then just start talking about other stuff that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. But I promise you this has everything to do with what I'm talking about, what I'm getting off my chest. All right. And I'm talking at a very low level right now. Very low. But David A. Falk, I love that man. You know, he's an agent and he 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 had a lot of things that people was not liking about him when he was the agent of Michael Jordan. But he has been nothing but good to me. I think he revolutionized the agent game in the National Basketball Association. And, 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 and listen, I'm speculating here, but I've heard through the grapevine that Michael Jordan did not want to send a fax. He wanted to send a handwritten letter, a handwritten letter with postage. You know, just postage stamps. And it would have came about four or five days later. So, you know, we could be looking at this would have happened a week from now, this anniversary. 
you know, because Michael wouldn't have come back until the NBA office opened up his letter, read it, and then sent a letter to ESPN letting the, you know, my net, the ESPN network know that he was back. But David A. Falk was like, no, 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 we need to get this out now. There's a game tomorrow coming on NBA on NBC. You're playing the Indiana Pacers. We need to get this out now. So he got the fax number of the NBA, which I know personally because me and David Stern are close, close friends. They still got a fax, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, in 2019, they still got fax numbers. It hasn't changed since 1995. I would give it to you, but I don't want anybody crank faxing them. No crank fax, no crank faxes. But he said, let's fax. And Michael Jordan pulled out a crayon and wrote on back. And David A. Falk loved that man. Loved that man. He, he was the rich Paul. He was the rich Paul of 1995. You know? You know how LeBron has rich Paul. Michael Jeffrey Jordan had David A. Falk. He said, no. Jordan, you got Space Jam coming out. You came writing crayon. Go get a Sharpie. They didn't have no Sharpie, so they got a pen. He wrote on a pen. Michael Jordan's handwriting was sloppy. So he typed it out on a typewriter and put it in a fax machine. And it came through with six letters and two, uh, was a... DJ Dan, what do you call the things that, you know, like an exclamation point or an apostrophe? What's those called? What's those called? Uh, uh, what, what is those called again? You Punctuations. Six letters and two punctuations is all he needed to set the sports world on fire. I'm back. I'm back. Now, in 1995, I was sitting on the stoop. In Chicago, Illinois, waiting for this moment to happen. You know, I watch. Let's let's talk. Let's talk about Michael Jordan real quick. Let's talk about him because you know he he had won three championships, three straight championships. Something that LeBron James has never done. But this isn't about LeBron. This is about Mike. Bad man. Bad man. Won three championships and said it's over. It's over. I can't play no more. Because he got his father murdered. I mean, because his father died. See what I'm saying? His father died. And he had to, he had to leave the NBA. All right? So he left the NBA, went to go play basketball, looking like he's swinging noodles at marbles. Can't swing worth a damn. But it was still the biggest name in minor league baseball because he's Michael Jordan. See what I'm saying? You know? I mean, uh, who doesn't remember? Who doesn't remember after a long game with the Birmingham Barons? Michael wasn't there. And all of a sudden, he came down on a spaceship with Bugs Bunny and them boys. You know, Toon Squad and them boys. Came down on that spaceship. Hold on, my, hold on. What you, what you saying, DJ Dan, that wasn't real? That was Space Jam? You right, you right. I can admit when I'm wrong. I can admit when I'm wrong. Listen, iHeartRadio got me out here working. 
right? I got my radio show. I do a second take with Edgar Montplazier. I do all types of stuff here at iHeartRadio. All right? I'm tired. I'm tired. I got bags under my eyes. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I need some sleep. But I got to work. You know, I'm a hardworking man. Between that and my guest appearances on General Hospital, I got a lot of work that I'm doing. I'm out here making moves. But can't nobody, you know, I may make a mistake. And you can write it. You can say it. But can't nobody say that I ain't working. What was I talking about? Oh, Space Jam. Yeah. Came down on that spaceship. Oh, you said that's not real. My, my, my producers are telling me that's not real. But let's, let's get to the point at hand, what I've, been, what I've been trying to say all along. He sucked. He sucked up the place. And I love Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is a gifted man. He hit a couple doubles, hit a home run, stole two four bases. You know what I'm saying? That was Michael Jordan, Birmingham Barons. But he was sucking. So he's like, I need to come back. I need to come back. Number four, five. I'm back. He debuted against the Indiana Pacers. Now, let me tell you something. As somebody who is from the streets of Chicago, all right, we was missing Michael Jordan. The closest thing we had to a basketball star was Reggie Miller in Indiana. Yeah, I know we had Scottie Pippen. But that big old, that big nose dude wasn't doing nothing. Reggie Miller was it, all right? Because there's something we like in Chicago is we like our ball-headed superstars, Michael Jordan. That's it. If you ain't bald and you playing in Chicago, you can be good, but you ain't going to be great. You ain't going to be great. You ain't going to be great with hair follicles on your head. Unless you're using for hymns. That's maybe what you'll do. That's maybe how you'll be great. But they ain't have for hymns in 1995. So all we had was Reggie Miller in the neighboring state of Chicago, Illinois. He decided he was going to come NBA on NBC. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, look, look at me when I'm talking to you, DJ Dan. Do you remember what that was like watching the NBA on with that theme. Do 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 do. You know, in nineteen, you know, four five months ago, I wouldn't have been erect because of that song. But now with my forhims.com's pills, I got an erection just thinking about that that music. Whew. Excuse me. There's one thing that people can say about Jacquees A. Neal is he is not unprofessional. I will put my erection in between my slacks and my belt. All right? But Indiana Pacers, Reggie Miller, NBA on NBC, Bob Costas. Bob Co- uh, uh, what's, what's what's that cat's name? Amar uh, 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 Rashad. You know what I'm saying? With, a f- with fine Felicia Rashad on his arm. Fine. Woo! That's what NBA and NBC represented. He said, I'm coming back on that game. Not on WGN. All right? Not on whatever other local 
well, uh, a TV station in Chicago had. He coming back, national television. Came back wearing the 4-5. Ball hair, shiny. Shorts a little bit longer. Knees ashy. Got the Jordans on. Jordans 8s, probably. I don't know. Maybe the Jordan 8s. Came on the court. Scored a couple points. But he was back. Is there a story? I'm trying to think. Is there a story that could happen today that would hold that much gravity? I mean, is there a story that can happen today that would hold that much gravity? I don't know. If, if, if LeBron James decided to retire from the game of basketball for 17 months, what would LeBron do if he, ret- if he would decide? LeBron would go play some football. Or maybe he would go bowl. You know what I'm saying? Go hit down, you know, pins. 300 games. But he would suck. You know what I'm saying? LeBron, if there's one thing I know about LeBron, I know LeBron can't bowl. LeBron can't bowl. LeBron used the bumpers. But he would go. He would still go. He would go to the PGA. Is it the PBA or the PGA? It's the PBA? Like I said, iHeartRadio got me out here working. He would go to the PBA, bowl a couple games, hit a couple strikes, high score, be 92. He would come back, but he would renounce it on Twitter. I'm back. The first thing people would do is say, what the hell are you talking about, LeBron? You back what? Your hairline back? Hmm? What's back? Your winning ways? Is that back? Hmm? What's back? So he would have to send a follow-up tweet. I'm back to basketball. Then we would get it. And he would set a Twitter ablaze. Set it ablaze. But would it be as big as Michael Jordan? Now listen, I love me some LeBron. I love me some LeBron. I recognize LeBron is on the Mount Rushmore. He's up there. Top two players all time. He ain't better than the mic. Top two players all time, no. But this, this notion that I can't criticize LeBron James because he's a great basketball player. I get, let, me, let me put out my, let me, let me say my thing. Every, you know, before I criticize LeBron, I got to make sure people know that I respect him. He's a philanthropist. He does a lot of things for the community. He got oiled up feet. You know what I'm saying? I, I never hear about LeBron being ashy. LeBron always got lotion on his body. All right? Never had a scandal. Does a lot of stuff for black folks. Social activist. Producer. I'd say it. He's a better actor than Michael Jordan. You see him in that movie with, what's her name? That white woman? What's that white woman's name? Uh, Amy Schumer? What was that movie called? Bone Wreck? Bone Wreck? He was in Bone Wreck. Good movie. Made me laugh. Maybe not as good as my appearances on General Hospital, but he made me laugh. A lot of stuff going for LeBron. A lot of stuff. But let me criticize him real quick. Does he have the, 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 does he have the reach that Jordan had? Jordan didn't need Twitter to say he was back. Yeah, I know some people saying Twitter didn't exist in 1995. Maybe it did. Maybe Jordan squashed it. Somebody heard me. Somebody know. He didn't need Twitter. He needed a fax machine. LeBron would need Twitter. 
All right. It's an historic moment. I, 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 you know, and he went and he came back, won three more championships, seventy-two and ten Bulls, greatest team of all time until the 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 two thousand and fifteen sixteen Golden State Warriors, which lost to LeBron. I will say that I'll admit it, lost to LeBron in the NBA Finals. But I have a hard time thinking, you know, bigger stories, sports stories. What we got? Top three. Top three sports stories. Michael Jordan coming back. O.J. Simpson. Let's talk about O.J. real quick. Love that man. <laughs> Let's talk about O.J. real quick. Love that man. I don't love what he did. But he gave me about $45 one day to buy me, you know, give me some perm juice. Give me some perm juice. My hair was leaving. And he was like, go ahead and curl your hair up. Jockeys gave me $45, got me some soul glow, had me looking right, met my wife that night. But that's neither here nor there. What we talking about? It's March 18, 1995. Michael Jordan saying I'm back. Greatest moment of all time for the greatest player of all time. Michael Jeffrey Jordan. That was straight talk from 4hymns.com, ladies and gentlemen. Just had to get that off my chest. Want to talk about that. I got something else I want to talk about. We got to talk about the Los Angeles Lakers. It's time for us to just straight up say what we all know. The Lakers stink. They stink. What's the... Uh, uh, DJ Dan, what's the worst smell you've ever smelled? Worst smell you've ever smelled? Let me... What's the, you can let me know. What is it? Rotten-ass food. They smell worse than that. What's the second worst smell you ever smelled, DJ Dan? Rotten-ass food... In his dad's gym bag. Smells worse than that. That's how much the Lakers stink. They smell bad. They haven't taken a shower in 14 days. They stepped in poo-poo. Dog poo-poo. Tracking it all over the house. That's how much they stink. Okay? They, they, they... They slept in a garbage dumpster and then swimming in, in acid, skin melting off. You know how bad that smells? Melting skin? That's how bad the Lakers stink. And it makes me mad because I was rooting for the Lakers. I was rooting for them. I, I said they were going to finish four, maybe even get into the Western Conference Finals. You know what I'm saying? I'm mad. And they have just fallen apart. Now, I'm not going to blame LeBron James. But let me blame LeBron James. Okay? It's LeBron's fault. Let's be real. You're supposed to be the greatest player of all time. Michael Jordan came back after 17 months of hitting air with a baseball stick. 
came back and led his team to a finals appearance in his first full season back. Greatest player of all time, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. LeBron comes back after four, five months not playing basketball. I can't even get his Lakers to the playoffs. The playoffs. And I know people saying the roster isn't good. The roster isn't good. But let me, let me ask you something. Let me look, look at me when I'm talking to you, DJ Dan. Look at me in the eyeballs. Right in the eyeballs. Who would you rather have? Kyle Kuzma or Will Perdue? Hmm? Who would you rather have? Lonzo Ball or BJ Armstrong? Hmm? Who would you rather have? Who else the Lakers got on their team? Uh, Brandon Ingram or, 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 or Tony Kukoc? Hmm? You mean to tell me that Michael Jordan didn't have no damn busters on his team? He had busters on his team, and he led them to a 72-10 record. 72-10. Lazo Ball. LeBron James. Brandon Ingram. Kyle Kuzma. Rashad Rondo. You mean to tell me that you wouldn't rather have them over Randy Brown? Dickie Simpkins? Bill Winnington? Huh? Get out of here. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. Don't even come up here with the unmitigated gall to tell me that LeBron players suck. And that's why he can't win 35 games in the NBA season. I'll smack your face. I'm getting heated. We, we need to, I'm going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to take some calls from some people. This is the Jackie's A. Smith. This is the Jackie's A. Neal Show. We'll be back. But before we do that, today's show is brought to you by Earplugs for Relationships. Are you in a relationship where your significant other talks loud? They don't have the smooth, docile tones in their voice like me. You got to put some earplugs in your ears to stop them from blowing your ear brains out. Then you need earplugs for relationships. We'll be back right here on the Jackie Say Neil Show. Welcome back to the Jockeys A. Neil Show, right here on iHeartRadio. We ended the first half talking about LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers and how much they stink. And we also talked about the anniversary of Michael Jeffrey Jordan saying, I'm back. But right now we're going to go to the, to the phone lines, uh, talk, take some callers' calls. Let's see who we got. We got... We got Hemis Green from L.A.'s. What's up? You are on the Jockey Say Neil show. I'm on the show? You on, yeah, you're on the show, man. Go ahead. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm a lifelong Laker fan. Been a lifelong, my whole damn life, been a Laker fan. Mm-hmm. Love the Lakers. Love the purple and gold. Love everything the Lakers represent. Okay? And I don't like LeBron coming in here messing up the team chemistry. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, LeBron came in here. Thinking that he was, he ain't no damn king. I tell you who the king. Who's the Kobe king? Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. King okay. of the snakes. Okay. Kobe king. Bryant. 
Let me ask you something, Hemis. Let me ask you something. Because I listen, listen. I I I I will talk mess about LeBron James. But one thing that I cannot talk about is the team chemistry. You mean to tell me what what was the team chemistry like last year before LeBron got there, Hemis? Answer me that. First of all, the team chemistry last year was great. I saw it on the court. Everybody moving like a piece of butter on top of a pancake, just melting all together. Mm-hmm. And this shit, LeBron going to come in with his fork and eat them pancakes. He was about to send everybody away. You know, I got a cousin that worked at the Staples Center. Mm-hmm. She worked down at the, at, the, at the taco truck at the Staples Center. Well, she don't technically work for the Staples Center. She just parks her taco truck outside the Staples Center. Right. And by truck... I mean, a hatchback Honda CRV that mm-hmm. she sells tacos out of the back of. LeBron was talking about trading her to New Orleans for AD. Now, see, listen, I think, you know what? You know what? I, ca- I can't let you call up here with that blasphemous statement. You know LeBron wasn't about to trade no taco to CRV. You know LeBron, he, you know, you know tacos go with red wine. We, if there's one thing we know about LeBron is he loves his red wine. And what goes better with red wine than some, some beautiful Mexican tacos? I heard that the the man who worked at the bathroom attendant, that's my uncle. He works in the he works in the bathroom at the Staples Center. Mm-hmm. But actually he's not a full employee of the Staples Center. He just goes and sits in the bathroom and looks at people. Mm-hmm. He, he's kind of a creep. And he I heard LeBron was about to trade him for Carl Anthony Towns to the Minnesota Timberwolves. And that's something that you wouldn't have wanted? No. We you tell we, we see we need that creepy energy in the Lakers in the Lakers, okay? Uh-huh. We need that creepy energy, okay? I need, I want to go when well, as a Laker fan. I'm a lifelong Laker fan. See, I ain't never not been a Laker fan, okay? You said I've been that. a Laker fan since 1969, okay? I Will Chamberlain is my daddy. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on now, hold on, hold on, hold on. You ain't just gonna be calling up to the Jackie Say Neil show and dropping bombs talking about Will Will Chamberlain is your daddy. All right, Will how old are you? How old are you? I'm 1969. I'm 50 years old. What's your birthday? My birthday, February 29th, 1969. You was born on leap day? Absolutely. I'm technically only 15. (laughs) All right. Now, listen. Now, listen. First of all, I don't believe that Will Chamberlain is your daddy. But I will say that you sound like a, a longtime Lakers fan. But you brought up the team chemistry. What was the Lakers record last year? What was their record last year? Uh, well, let me see. They won. Let me see. Last year, because the chemistry was on point last year, mm-hmm. they won about, uh, uh, let me see. Uh, I, I got it right in front of me. 164 games. Nah, they, they, now, you know better. You know it ain't only 82 games. This ain't Major League Baseball. It only 82 games in the NBA. They won 30-something games. 32, if I'm going to say. What, what, how many games did the Lakers win last year? How many games did they win last year? Was it 32? I'm, I'm, my, my, my producers are checking that right now. Listen, man. All I got to say is this, okay? As a lifelong Laker fan, I don't like what LeBron doing. LeBron playing for himself. See, LeBron trying to win a championship for himself. He not trying to win one for the team, okay? Uh-huh. Now, I understand that if he wins one with the team, technically it's a team championship, but he ain't doing it for us. And you wouldn't be happy with that? You wouldn't be no. happy with that? I tell him to give it back. You tell I say, Commissioner Adam Silver, give it back because this is LeBron's trophy and LeBron don't belong here in L.A. I'm a lifelong Laker fan. Been a Laker fan since 1969. I went to elementary school with Gail Goodrich's son. Yeah, I, that was my boy. What's, what was his name? What was Gail? Who, first of all, who was Gail Goodrich? Gail Goodrich is a, is a Laker legend, okay? You should I, know that. You should know that, Jacquees. Laker legend right there. Number, number retired and everything. I went to elementary school with his son. You know, I used to, I used to sleep. At the at the steps of the forum, and every day that Byron Scott pulled up, 
he would hand me the rest of his egg salad sandwich. I love the Lakers. I love them. And LeBron is a mess. Huh? Let me tell you something, Hemis. Let me tell you something. Because Jaquise Neal is never one. Never one to curb anybody's love for a particular team. But I think you got it all wrong. I think LeBron, as much as the Lakers stink right now, if LeBron can get some Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Davis over to the team, then you guys are going to be perennial champions for the uh, for the foreseeable future. Is you know that- why the Lakers? St- you know why the Lakers stink right now? Because LeBron took all the deodorant out of the Staples Center and tried to trade them to New Orleans for Anthony Davis. You know Davis what? You know what? All- goodbye, goodbye, Hemis. Goodbye, goodbye. Whew. That's one thing that I can't take is people like him is calling up here making wild claims. Now, we know LeBron ain't trade all the deodorant. LeBron can't walk on movie sets smelling like boo-boo. Right, he got at least a couple bars of deodorant left in the Staples Center. And I don't care how big you are. How big you are. Whether you LeBron James, Kobe Bean Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, Magic Johnson, Ma- Irving Magic Johnson, Luau Alcinde, or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I don't care how many championship rings you bought to the Los Angeles Lakers, how many banners are up there in the Staples Center, how many rings you got on your finger, there will never Ever, ever be anything bigger in Los Angeles than tacos from the taco truck. Ain't nobody trading tacos from the taco truck in Los Angeles. Nobody. That just ain't going to happen. You ain't going to call up here and make blasphemous statements like that. Nothing. LeBron James can win 81 games, sweep the finals, and if LeBron said it's between me or the tacos, the tacos stand. That's the L.A. way. Let's be real. Let's be real. <sighs> but I digress. Let's go to Dre Vasquez from Maryland. Dre, you're on the line with Jackie Neal. What's up? Uh, all right, uh, Jackie, I got a question for you. My mm-hmm. question is, as we're seeing the rise of these great players in college basketball, like Zion Williamson, my question is, do you think a good college team could beat a bad NBA. Stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. I said stop. 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 Why are you telling me to stop like that? I'm simply asking. All right. Now listen. We ain't gonna no 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 no. Now I can't I can't take calls like this. You mean to tell I will tell you just simply put. I don't care if you got the greatest college athletes on all one team. There will never be a college team that could be the NBA team. You know better. You know better. Who? Let me what ask about, you. What about the Atlanta Hawks? What about the Atlanta Hawks? What about them? What about them? You don't think a, a, a team like Duke could beat the Atlanta Hawks? I think if Duke got on the court, the college basketball team Duke got on the court, a bunch of 18 and 19-year-olds got on the court with the Atlanta Hawks, Duke would lose by 55. Oh, come on. The only way Duke could win, the only way Duke could win 
as if they roofied the entire Atlanta Hawks team before the game. That's the only way. All right, man. I mean, shit, I don't know what to say to that. That, What you mean you don't know what to say to that? You don't agree? You don't agree? You don't think that? No, I I, I do not agree. I think that. So you mean to tell me. Hold on. Hold on. This is the Jaquise Neal show. When Jaquise talks, I'm the only one talking. All right? I'm the only one talking. You mean to tell me that you think that Duke basketball could beat the Atlanta Hawks, not drugged, but if the Atlanta Hawks was drugged, then Duke couldn't beat them? Is that what you call in my show saying today? You know college players play a lot harder than these NBA guys. They're only in it for the money. Who's in it for the money? You mean to tell you me... You mean to tell me that when LeBron James won that title for Cleveland, he was only in it for the money? You mean to tell me that when Michael Jordan was collecting a check from the Baron Hand Barons and the Chicago Bulls, and he said, I'm back, that he came back for the money? You mean to tell me, hmm? You mean to tell me that Lamar Odom, Lamar Odom, was in it for the money. He was in it for the Kardashians. But he wasn't in it for the money. He was in it for the women and the championships. I don't know. I feel like in college, they're playing for the front of their jerseys. And in the NBA, they're only playing for the name on the back of their jerseys. Uh, okay. What, what, who, who is your favorite college team? Who is your favorite college team of all time? My favorite college team of all time is the 2003 Syracuse Orangemen. Okay. They won the national championship with Carmelo Anthony. All right. Who, in your opinion, is the worst NBA team of all time? The worst NBA team of all time would be the 2015 New York Knicks. Okay. So the 2003 Syracuse Orangemen versus the 2015 New York Knicks. You want to know what would happen if they played? You want to know what would happen? Tell me, Jackie. You want to know? I do, Jackie. They would get curb stomped. <laughs> curb stomped. All right? The Knicks would curb stomp the Syracuse Orangemen. Wow. And that's the bottom line. But I got to go. I appreciate the call, Dan Vasquez from Maryland. You take it easy. You can call back anytime you want. It's Dre Vasquez, Jackie. Shut it's up. It's, it's, goodbye. Goodbye. I mean, I, I just can't, I can't believe it. People call up here saying uh, blasphemous stuff like that. Blasphemous. Next thing you know, somebody going to call up here saying LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. I might have to quit. Today's show is brought to you by Casper Mattresses. Tired of sleeping on rocks and needles. You want a smooth spine like Jacquees A. Neal. You want to wake up refreshed, ready to go, ready to work 19 hours doing show from show from show from show. And then go home at night and sleep for three and a half hours on a beautiful mattress. Then you need your Casper mattress. We'll be back to close out the show with some more calls right here on the Jockeys A. Neal Show. Ladies and gentlemen, today's show is brought to you by Movement, Movement Watch Company. They got good watches. Before we take some more calls, before we take some more calls, I just want to say uh, uh, Jason Witten, contemporary of mine, on the television screens of Monday Night Football on ESPN, it was awful. 
He was awful. I don't like to say people are awful, but he was bad. He was bad. He stunk. He smelled worse than rotten food and DJ Dan's dad gym bag with Lakers on top. He smelled worse than that. But there's one thing he was good at. It's when he was a a tight end in the National Football League with the Dallas Cowboys and them whacktastic fans they got down there in Dallas. Terrible fans. Terrible fans. We'll see you drowning in a winter in an ocean and kick your head. That's how bad they are. We'll see you in a lion's den, and instead of throwing a rope down to help you get out, they throw steak sauce on your body. That's how bad they are down in Dallas. All right? But I digress. He's going back from his seat. In the Monday night football, Monday night, uh, 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 the Monday night games of the National Football League on ESPN to play for the Dallas Cowboys, try to get him a Super Bowl. Jerry Jones, Grim Reaper himself, you know, probably coaxed him out of retirement and he's going back. So there's a hole that is in the booth with my boy Boogie McFarlane and, uh, and that other white man that be talking up there, talking about the games on ESPN. Don't like His name escapes me right now. And ESPN, a report came out today that ESPN is, is contemplating adding in none other than Peyton Manning to take that seat. Take that seat. And Monday Night Football. Now, let me tell you something. I, I am a fan of Peyton Manning. I think Peyton Manning is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. You know, he, he's up there in the top of echelon. You know, he, he is, you know, if you had a burger, if you had a double cheeseburger, you would have the bun, you would have the patty, you would have the cheese, you would have a bun, uh, and, he, he, and you would have some condiments. He's one of those condiments before you get to the bun, the top bun. That's Peyton Manning. Funny man, too. So Saturday Night Live made me laugh. Them commercials with, with Papa John's, the piece of white supremacy. He was good in them, though. Made me laugh. Them nationwide commercials, them things are terrible. They suck. I would rather go face first into rotten food and Dan's dad gym bag with Lakers on top than watch another one of those nationwide commercials. But he's good. He's good in it. There's no doubt that Peyton Manning could put words together in the booth. No doubt. All right? There's no doubt that he may say something and people start chuckling, show their teeth, laughing. No doubt. And there's no doubt that he would know what he's talking about up there in the football booth. You know? Be at the line of scrimmage. And, 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 and he'll just start screaming, Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. You know? And we, and we wouldn't know what he was talking about, but he would. He would. There's no doubt he would be good. But let me tell you something. It's about time that they stopped with the, with the former athletes. You know what I'm saying, DJ Dan? They need to stop with the former athletes. You know who they need in the booth of Monday Night Football on ESPN? 
Take a wild guess. Take a guess. It is somebody who knows his stuff. It is somebody who is comfortable behind the microphone. Somebody that has passion. Somebody who knows how to deal with people and their blasphemous statements. Somebody that knows what it's like for an athlete on the gridiron, even though he never stepped foot on the gridiron. You know who that person is, DJ Dan? Who You know who that person is, America? It's Jacques A. Neal. This has been an audition for the color commentary position on Monday Night Football on ESPN. I am hoping that ESPN buys me out of my iHeartRadio contract and gives me a whole bunch of money to go up there with them boys and talk some pig skin. You know what I'm saying? Some bacon fat. Some ribs and, 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 and bones. Go up there in the, in the booth and talk with them boys about some pork sausage. Some pork sausage and, 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 and sardine bones. These are all metaphors for football. But I digress. Because it ain't going to happen. But that's okay. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. If Peyton Manning has the job, I will sit back and let him have the job. And I will root for him as a contemporary in this sports world forecast that we are all living in. We're going to take one more call before we say goodbye on the show. Let's go to Joseph Jules. Joseph Jules from, from, uh, where, where is this from? Where is this from, DJ Dan? I can't see the name. Oh, Joseph Jules from Kentucky. Joseph Jules, you're on the line with Jackie's A. Neal. What's up? Hey, Jackie's, this is Joseph Jules. How you doing? I'm good, man. What's up, man? You got 30 seconds. Oh, uh, 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 25. Look, look, I love football, but I don't think people like football anymore. What's up with that? That was your question? I just think football's going away and it makes me sad. Well, first, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. First of all, I will say that football is not going anywhere. Did you hear? Thank goodness. You know, I know they be having you guys on the line. Did you hear all the metaphors I gave for football? Pig skin, ribs and bones, pork sausage, and sardine bones. Yeah, that sounds good. Bacon fat. As long as there's metaphors for football, football ain't going nowhere, right? Can you think of a couple off the top of your head? What's football to you? That's apple pie. You got five seconds. It's, it's American as apple pie. It's American as a ham sandwich. Goodbye, Joseph. Apple pie. Everybody and their mama knows that's baseball. No apple pie in football. Apple pie is good for three things. Three things. Baseball. That part in the movie Life with my brothers, Martin Lawrence and Eddie Murphy, when he stole that apple pie. Off the ledge and got shot at. And for sex in American Pie. That's the only thing Apple Pie is good for. But not football. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Jackie's A. Neal Show. I love you. Peace and love. We'll be back in 22 and a half hours. That was just a sample of what you'd hear on the Jackie's A. Neal Show. If you want more, you probably will not get more because we may cancel this show immediately after this episode. 
and we will replace it with the show called Culture Kings Podcast with Edgar Montplazier and another Jockeys Neal that is also on the iHeartRadio Media Network. You can find that show at Culture Kings Pod on every social media platform. Thanks again for listening to the Jockeys A. Neal Show.